Hello, hi, and welcome again to the Terminal Podcast, where in the end, it's all about the numbers. This is a show about baseball when in season, but it's not always baseball season. I'm your host, and we are broadcasting high above Civic Center Station in downtown Atlanta. And tonight, we're talking about infrastructure and roads like the one you're hopefully seeing before you, maybe a little blurry, but what it is, is part of the James Wendell George Parkway, a concrete stretch that was planted into neighborhoods in downtown Atlanta, regardless of the residents, and runs from Hartfield Jackson Airport through the middle of the city and beyond, connecting the largest city south of the Mason-Dixon line. Now, as you can see, it stays busy at all hours, and the road itself is horrible. Just like many of the roads in this great city I call home, a city I've lived in long enough to call myself an AT alien, one who lived OTP for nearly a decade before moving ITP since before the pandemic, a phrase that doesn't get used enough since we are living so close to a global pandemic. But another discussion for another day. Uh, I've driven 316, 575, and many of the other random roads that get called out by local traffic teams every morning as commuters attempt to get from their home to work. They need to know about the traffic on these roads because few people can live near where they work, so they're forced to commute by these roads, and that means driving a car because taking a bus or using public transportation is not a viable option. That it is an option is laughable because MARTA, the, I have the proper name for it, but the Metro Atlantic, the Metro Atlanta Regional Transportation System, essentially MARTA is like another acronym made, made famously known to me by famously great comedian, George Carlin, it's called NIMBY, or Not In My Backyard. I've made this joke since I first arrived in Atlanta, which was over 20 years ago, and was saw this situation and, and drove around and saw it and was told the reason why the transit line is incomplete. I reckon most of y'all aren't from around these parts because in the 1960s, one could sell the populace on the notion that criminals, can't see the air quotes there, but criminals from the city were going to get on the subway, they're going to ride out to your suburban home, they're going to break into your home, steal your things, then walk back down the street because they didn't drive to the train station with your stolen goods and travel back to the city. Apparently, easy as pie. Uh, I it sounds ridiculous just saying it out loud, but it, it worked and works to this day because to this day Cobb County is only connected via bus if you don't have a car. Even with the addition of the Braves on a scant sliver of land that they, for whatever reason, consider to still call Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, and although the backyard or whatever they call their little 
uh, <laughs> facility up there is way closer to Marietta than anything, public transportation is not a serious consideration to reach that stadium. MARTA, which I described earlier, was formed by an act of the Georgia General Assembly in 1965. In that same year, four of the five metropolitan area counties, that's Clayton County, DeKalb, Fulton, and Gwinnett, and the city of Atlanta, all passed a referendum authorizing participation in the system. The referendum, re referendum failed in Cobb County. It failed then, and it would fail today, since adding a line to clear traffic for the 80-plus games a year that would have made sense, it would have made part of the building proposal as we're pulling this stadium way outside in the middle of this horrible traffic situation, which you all complain about, let's build some sort of public transportation for it, not even a thought. Instead, fans are advised which station to get to for a 15 to 20 minute bus ride north to the stadium. I'm not joking. The bus, actually, the bus takes you to a mall parking lot where you get on another shuttle to get to the park. That seemed better than talking about a rail line or mass transit bus system, anything that doesn't add more congestion to roads that are ill-equipped to handle much of anything. And that's the beauty of this whole problem is with the wide scope of all this, I'm talking about actual infrastructure, the roads themselves are horrible. I've joked with multiple people since I officially became a citizen of Atlanta, since I've you know purchased property and am now a resident of the city of Atlanta, that should I ever run for any type of city office, my campaign would be simply a trip down Marietta Street from downtown, right in the heart of downtown next to Underground, that goes, that becomes Decatur Street for a heartbeat before becoming Cab Avenue. It's the same road. It's one that's familiar to local residents since Waze or Google Maps, whatever, is more likely to send you down I-20 or Ponce or Memorial, anything that isn't this road to residents who've been on it and know about the potholes and the horridness of the road itself. And even after they paved it and made it flat and clean in some places, they still found a way to keep these huge potholes that are damaged areas that make make it weaving around like you're, you know, like you're playing Mario Kart. But if you see someone on Decatur, Marietta, the cab that's weaving back and forth, that's because they know the roads. So you're probably behind an actual resident. Um, it's crazy, but uh, that's the kind of you. That's how you recognize someone who's from Atlanta is that they're moving back and forth because they've anticipated the dramatic drops. One can expect that all over the city whether you're actually inside the city limits, city of Atlanta, or you're inside the I-285 loop, which is ITP inside the perimeter, and call Atlanta your home, regardless of what your city actually is named, whether it's, you know, uh, let's say East Point or Decatur or something like that, which are two of the better examples because they'll call themselves from Decatur or East Point. But anybody out there, Peoplesville and things like that, will decide that they're, in, they're from Atlanta, which is fine. Uh, it's those that are outside of the perimeter, OTP residents, 
that call Atlanta everything horrible while here and home when they're with others. They call Atlanta their home, especially for those that are out of town. If you live out in Conyers or Woodstock or Duluth or Peachtree City and still call Atlanta home when you're talking to somebody else. But those are the same people that don't venture here but call it the worst. They're the ones that talk about crime in the city and ignore the issues in their town. Like, I don't know, because those places aren't as great. But I'm not going to complain. They complain about the houseless wandering the streets here in downtown. But they're also the ones with that with their voices and with their vote that helped to close the shelters that they used to call home. And like a lot of people here in political power nowadays, they did it without the thought of an exit strategy, without the thought of where were these houseless, homeless, whatever you want to call, where are these people going to go when you kick them out of their shelters and homes? Hurt Park is in the heart of downtown. It's a few steps off of Decatur, and it's where Georgia State University, it's where their campus is centered in now. It, Georgia State used to just be a commuter campus at best, but now it's a true campus, a true school. And this is in the middle of it. It's a stop on the newly crafted in-town trolley. And before the pandemic, trolley was there. It was the home of numerous houseless people. There's green grass and they're, you know, they'd be in there laying out, sitting on the benches and things like that. And I would walk past them on my way to an office that was next to and near the Gold Dome. That office is still there. The Capitol building for the state of Georgia is still there. But during the pandemic, they closed everything. They put up barriers and borders. There is locks on the gates at Centennial Park, and they put up barriers around various parks like Hurt Park. Well, the houseless didn't have anywhere to go, but it was made clear that Hurt Park was no longer an option, uh, which is fine. But where do they go? As everything kind of did come back, they still aren't allowed in Hurt Park. They will show up on Sundays because the churches and those that feel good about themselves will come out and provide food and some things like that for those people, but they don't provide them a place to go. They don't provide them a place to stay. So where do they go? Who knows? But the point is not here anymore. And that was the point. It's not in my backyard. And this becomes people's backyard when they want it to be. But the point of all this was to complain about the roads, what was and what is. And maybe I'll find time to talk about what is to come and how this view, the view that you're looking at now, could change dramatically. But I'll use this point to make a dramatic exit with my latest trivia question. So Ivan Allen Jr., the former Atlanta mayor, whose name adorns a street very close to the view you're looking at right now, cut the ribbon on this downtown connector that you're staring at in what year? That is the numerical question for the evening. The answer, I'll either put it in the description for this episode or maybe the next one or something, but hopefully... It's something that will be a next time you'll successfully find your way back to. And 
if you do not find the terminal, I hope you travel safe down the road that will take you home. I plan to return to mine and thank you for listening.